What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. We got another good one for you today. My man, JB Smoove, is on the show. Man, is this dude so funny, so full of wonderful energy. He's uh, so cool, so, so funny. Like, beyond one of the funniest people I've ever talked to in my entire life. I love him. I'm a big fan. Also, by the way, uh, we didn't mention it on the show, but um, I want you guys to go listen to his podcast, May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from JB Smoove available wherever you get your podcast. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on tour. It's official. The Tito Cheeto Tour is here. The Tito Cheeto Tour is here. Uh, I cannot wait to come and see you guys. I'm doing uh, Denver, Nashville, Boston, San Francisco, Cancun, Columbus, Pittsburgh, New York, Grand Rapids, Philly, San Diego, Phoenix, St. Louis, Kansas City, Chicago, Albany, Uh, Foxwoods Casino, Seattle, Portland. I'm everywhere. I am out there. AndrewSantino.com for tickets. AndrewSantino.com for those tickets. I cannot wait to come see you. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode with JB. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's JB Smooth. Yeah. Woo! Woo! You know what? And you, and you got to say that. You got to say, you know, uh, uh, when you say a statement like that, mm-hmm. you got you have to show respect to everybody else by saying, yeah. I know I say that all the time. I say it all the time. Everybody. But I mean it with you. See? More See? than anybody else. Now, yeah. now you can't. You can't move forward by saying I'm meeting with you with anybody else. Right. Then you're cheating on me. I know. Then you're cheating on me. (laughs) See? I don't want to cheat on you, man. I I want you to keep digging a hole. I know. (laughs) The more you add to it, the deeper of a hole you're going to dig yourself. And I got to dig yourself out. Yeah, I don't want to dig myself out. All right, so let me pour you on something. Um, How about let's do... uh, What's good? Well, this is is really good. I like this Eagle Rare. Let's do this, huh? Let's try Mm -hmm. this. Okay. Um, Make sure you pull this close to your mouth, by the way. And, and, And see... Yeah. Now we opening a brand new bottle. Yeah, we have to. See, I know. But I'm saying, see, other people haven't tried that bottle yet. No, this is not for see, other people. I, see, I'm feeling more and more special. <laughs> see, see what I mean? It's customary That's for me I mean. to you pour it for digging, you. You start digging a hole for yourself. Well, you tell me how, you say when. Say when. People always say that too. I love when people say, say when. Say when. Good. Okay, good. perfect. Good. I love. I should have said, say good. People should use say when more often. Yeah, say when. Like, like you know what? McDonald's has great fries. Mm-hmm. People want more of those French fries without buying an additional uh, pack of French fries. They they want they want to yeah. they should, when they put them fries in that little in that little sleeve. Yeah, they should turn around and say say when say when say when you want more. See see say when is the greatest phrase. Say ever. when just let me know. Just let me know when <laughs> you want me to stop. <laughs> do, do you want the same thing when you get the soda? Yeah, get a drink a soft drink. Now I tell them give me a large Coke in a small glass. That's what I tell them. <laughs> See? See? That's the same thing as saying, uh, uh, say when. Say when. That's say when, man. Yeah, just Come say on. when. All right, pour a little bit of that in there and give me a little cheers. Oh, man, look and at that. And you look oh. me in the eye. This is an old Irish tradition. Oh, cheers. See? That, yes. you know, that way it. we know that we're, we're friends, not enemies. Because you, you don't look at your enemies in the eye when you cheers. People don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how you know who really likes you. People don't do that enough in, in life. Yeah. You know what people don't do it a lot? Hmm. Road rage incidents. Mm-hmm. They look at the person's uh, uh, 
where they're gonna punch them at. Right. That's why they look right at the ear, the, the <laughs> lip, mm -hmm. or the throat. You right. punch somebody in the throat. They stare at their oh, attack button. Yeah, that's what they look at. Don't look the person in the eye. No. They look them in the throat. Right, yeah, you see, them, you they, see where they, they're staring. They size them up. Your weak points. They size them up. They size them up. They Have you been in a road up. rage incident before? Oh, yeah. One time this dude jumped out of his car. I, I was towing something, and, and I mean, look, when you're towing something, sometimes you don't see your blind spot. How could you? I stopped going over. Do he hit his horn and swerved a little bit. Then he slowed and got behind me. So I got off the highway. I said, let me get up the highway. I pull off the highway on the exit. This dude pulls, behind, pulls past me and, and, and in front of me and hops out his car with a broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> Not his driving foot. His, his left his, foot. His, his, his left foot. Yeah, his side foot. His, his side foot. He yeah. hopped out. I, I saw the foot come out first, right? Mm -hmm. Then he started yelling at me. I said, hey, man, look, man, you see I'm towing something, bro. I'm going to break both I'm, of your feet. I, you should have let me get in. First mm -hmm. of all, you saw me signal to get over. Right. I'm trying to get off right here, man. I almost missed my exit. Mm -hmm. This dude trying to give me a hard time, man. So then, then now here's where I made good. I, here's where I made the choice of eye contact. Or, or he said, man, I'll kick your ass, man. You watch where the fuck you going. I said, okay. And I just looked at his, at his foot. <laughs> I looked at that broken foot. <laughs> and I cast. Yeah. And I said, man... You don't want to do this. No, man. I'm, gonna, I'm breaking both of your then, feet. Then he looked at his own foot and got his ass back in his car <laughs> and drove off. See how life is sometimes? Yeah. See? LA, is this L.A.? L.A. has the LA, most road man. rage incidents in why the world. Why is that? Why? Dude, too, we why got too much it? congestion, and we didn't do this right. We didn't do the city right. We, that's, it, it is what it is. Right. They, they didn't, didn't build, build it, build it right. right. It's the infrastructure of everything. They did not build it right. Well, you're from New York, right? And why see all day? So uh, they built it right. Mm -hmm. How come we didn't copy that? I don't know. They, they figured it out. I mean, New York is congested, but it's also, they built it so insular so you can take public trans. We don't have any public transportation here. You can't don't take it. have public transportation here, and there's no way of getting around. You can try. I tried it when I first moved here. I used to take the bus. Here's the problem. It's a mixture of people who are uh, going to do something mm -hmm. and people who ain't going to do shit. <laughs> See, that's why it's so much traffic. Yeah. You got people who are literally doing nothing, nothing. and going somewhere to do nothing, right. and hang out somewhere, fuck around and go to the beach. Yeah. Those people right. are going somewhere to have an afternoon lunch right. and mix with the people who are going to fucking work. Yeah. That's the issue. Right. That's why so many people congested. Now, in New York and corner Manhattan, everybody... Everybody's going to the city to work. They got somewhere to be. They got somewhere to be. And something to That's do. That's the difference. Yeah. There's not many people in there who ain't doing shit. That's driving true. a car. We have so many people that are going somewhere to do nothing. And people who are going to the beach to, to, to fucking fly around on one of those goddamn motorized uh, gliders or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You ever go to the beach and see that motherfucker flying by? No. You're like, what the fuck does he do for life? Oh, you the, 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 oh yeah, the, with, the, with the fan on the back? With the fan on the back. That yeah. dude. What does he do for what a living? What does he do where he has all this time, time to do nothing? To nothing. Through the sky. On a Wednesday afternoon, this guy. At least be pulling a banner. Saying right. Something. A job. Something. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, selling pull, something. Pull, selling something. Uh, uh, brighten someone's day. Right. Say, hey, <laughs> right. what's up, beachgoers? I, lo I love you, Maria. Hey, yeah. beachgoers, mm -hmm. enjoy your day. Right. Right, spread some love if you're going to waste everybody's time. Fuck yeah. You, you flying around? Mm. If you're flying around, you should be pulling something positive behind fact. you. That's a fact. That's a, that's if a you're flying fact. around, you should be pulling something behind you. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me, let, me say, let me ask you this. I'm, um, 
but you were born. You were born. You were born in Ray, or you were born in North Carolina, right? North Kakalak. North Kakalaka. That's what I say. North Kakalaka. When you so, <laughs> do you have still have family ties back there? My, my dad is from the south. Oh, my town is loaded with with, with my family. Oh, so oh. Okay, they they didn't all leave. They stay. A lot of them stayed. A lot of them stayed. Right. Many of them stayed, and um, I think only a few left and moved to New York. But then those who lived in New York all moved back to North Carolina. Would you ever move back? <laughs> I can't say I won't, because my roots are, are just, my roots are there, man. I, yeah. I truly love North Carolina so much, man. It's I, beautiful. I, it's beautiful. People ride past North Carolina all the time to oh, move yeah. to Atlanta or other places. Mm-hmm. I always tell them, slow down, get some gas, and, and look around. So 360, look around, mm-hmm. and, and ride, ride through town a little bit. Before you keep going, right? You might like it. Yeah, I like it. My dad's from the mountains, Mount Mountain, like uh, the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, I know that. I drove through there a few times. I love it, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. Ooh, it's beautiful, man. But you don't want to get stuck in those woods. That's dangerous woods. You don't want to get stuck. (laughs) And you, you don't want to get. See, I was driving through there during colleges, performing at colleges back then. uh, You know, and this is before navigations on your phone. Mm -hmm. Talking about. Uh, map quest. What are we talking? Making is this the nineties? Pr- making a printout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Map quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That's when it was real. Yeah. It got dark. You like you trying to see what the hell you going at on mm-hmm. that piece of paper. Right. Woo. Forget texting and driving today. Oh. Mapping and driving was the the hazard Mapping back in the day. Mapping was the hazard. We used to map and drive. We had that map unfolded in your lap. <laughs> you trying to look at it while you're driving. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That was real right there. That was real. Let me tell you something. And, uh, plenty of times, man. I've done so many colleges. Oh man, I done been. In... Were you a NACA guy? Did you do that Ooh, circuit when yeah. you were young? Yeah, yeah. I did that for a long time. Would you ever oh. go back and do colleges now, or no? You only do theaters, and that's not for you anymore. I wouldn't, man. I think I think the I think the college student, the sensibilities are different now. I think I think different. I think back then it was it was when when I was damn near their age, mm-hmm. I think it felt better. Right. Because I felt like we had something in common. I could talk about certain things, but once you you're grown. Man, yeah, you can't. It's hard, right? You can't compete with those funny kids. Those kids are hilarious. Right, internet kids are man, taking over. They're they taking over. They laugh at different things. Right. They 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 do this in their sleep like it's nothing. TikTok right. the hell out of the world. <laughs> the world is TikTok. Are you TikToked out? Uh, you know, I am not on TikTok like that. Yeah. I might scroll through a few videos once in a while. But you should I, be on it. <sighs> You'd be know. so good on TikTok. I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking about it. I, 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 I got to think about that one. Are you on tour right now? I am actually, you know what? Uh, no. I go back on tour. My first gig, I think, is in September. So I'm just getting my feet back, you know, getting my bearings back because I have not been on stage in a year and a half. So you, oh, you even recently, you're not going up to try to work out stuff anywhere. I, I, have, not, I have not wow. yet, but I will. You will. I will eventually have to dive in and start, you know, getting my bearings a little bit. And, and, and I want to, I think... Do you work out here in the city? Do you work out somewhere in LA? I'll tell you something. I have not worked out in the city in years. Cause you just go on the road. I, I write. I write on the road. Yeah. There's something about getting in my car, coming home, and, and driving past all that stuff, going to the deep valley, and, and having to get back in my car and go back down there <laughs> just to do a show, just to drive back home again. Yeah, not worth nah, it for man. you. Uh, That's not for you. Nah. But you're also a busy man. You guys just finished shooting. Season, how many? Eleven is it? Season eleven, Kirby enthusiasm, baby. God, man, that's crazy Woo! to me. I know, man. And you know what? When I first met Larry, man, uh, I, you know, we we were having a conversation about when he was gonna wrap it all up. 
Like when he wanted to be done with it? Yeah. So I told him, I said, look, man, you got to decide what your number is. You know, he, I'm going to tell you, when, I, when we talked, it didn't seem like he would make it to 11. Really? Back then. Why, why, why is that? I think it's just a lot of work. It is a lot, it's a lot of, work. of work to do. Yeah. Thus, the five, almost six years off, you know? Yeah. He did his play, Fish in the Dark. Uh, he did he did a movie. He did Fish in the Dark. He did uh, a few other things he did. Did you and, think you would and, never come back after that break? Did you think, oh, this is it. We're not coming back. You know what? I'm going to be honest. It went so fast. I think because I was busy. Right. I didn't think about it. I couldn't tell the difference between our normal year or two off and our five years off because I was busy also. Right. You know, and... I think I was so busy that I didn't realize it was I didn't even realize it was five years. Because well, it flew by. It flew by like nothing. You know, and, and I went to see Larry's play. I was in the movie with him. So it's like one of those things where it's like it went so fast, man, those five years. And by the time we really realized that it's been five years, Larry called everybody back. But you know, it's kind of one of those things. When you have fun, you want to make sure everybody's available. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's yeah. calling everybody. You guys, is everybody free? Everybody available? Mm-hmm. You know? You would have dropped what you were doing to go back, though, right? Oh, if, man. If you were busy, you'd be like, I got to go do Curb. Oh, it's a hard it's a hard call. Yeah. But I think he ended up shooting around everyone. Like what everyone was schedule-wise. Yeah. Because well, Garland, you know, I, I know Jeff well, and he's do, he was, that sh- the, 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 the Goldbergs, Goldbergs takes up so much yeah, of his time. Yeah. And I think... Mm-hmm. Dan, Ted has his own stuff going on. So I think so many people have so many things going on. That has got to be impossible to coordinate. It's got to be impossible. That's like AD's nightmare. That sounds like a nightmare. Thus, we shoot all around. Everyone's schedule. Around. We do episode one, right. episode 10, episode 8, episode 5, back to one again. Right. So it's like all over the place. Well, that's why I, I did last season, and we did a scene together, me, oh, you, man. and Larry in the bathroom. And I think initially I didn't even know if you were going to be in it or not. And then you you were there, and you were like, well, I might as well do it. And you had one of the best lines in the fucking in the scene, <laughs> by far. You said, "I my uh, my Johnson so long a girl gave me a wedgie with my own Johnson one time." <laughs> it was insane. A girl gave me a wedgie with my own Johnson. That's how long it is. That killed me, man. That's a killer. That was That's a, a killer. Was an absolute you know sniper move. You have to visualize mm-hmm. when when someone says something like that to you. I see you it. Gotta, you gotta see it. You gotta visualize. I see it getting yanked. You gotta see it getting yanked, <laughs> and you gotta see the guy going, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, 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 hey!" <laughs> how do you think? How do you think, Larry? What was the moment mm. where you think Larry and you kind of connected comedically, rhythmically? Like, what was that thing that you were like, you know what? We really are. You're two very different individuals. Yes. The way you write, the way you act, but the way your comedy clicks is it's it's like when a Lego fits into another Lego, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's perfect." Man, let me tell you, it it, it truly is. You, I saw. It's so funny. My my whole story about getting on Curb is, I was a huge fan of Curb. My wife actually told me I was going to be on Curb because mm-hmm. we were, you know, we were watching the show together, and I said, "Baby, I want to be on this show." I would love to be on the show one day. She said, you're going to be on that show one day because you, I could see you and Larry together. Wow. said, uh, I could see you. I could just, you say crazy stuff all the time. And he, watching the show, it's a certain kind of humor and freedom to the show that you can't get in scripted shows. Right. You know, and, and when we, when I did get on the show, our first day working together, 
um, it was in between the scenes. We had just shot the uh, stain in a blanket mm-hmm. episode. Yes. And Larry said, man, it's, it's weird. He said, it feels as though we've been working together for years. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That's deep. I said, we have, man. Somehow, I don't know how it works, but somehow you, you attract energies. And, and if you're patient enough and don't step on toes and don't burn bridges, somehow you end up with the opportunity to meet that person you know, whether it's just a chance meeting mm-hmm. or whether it's somehow you got put there, you know, and you messed up with your work ethic, with your patience, so you don't burn bridges or, or, or step on toes. Um, and all these little, little and your talent. nuances. Your talent. Your preparation. Your, le- your level of talent you is obviously to, so high that he respects you and appreciates your abilities. I think, it, yeah, that's that, that's that golf swing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I ain't shit in golf. Right? My <laughs> golf game is horrible, but I can I can still use the golf analogies. So right. we, <laughs> you play, <laughs> I you can't know, some, swing, but I somebody, understand the game. Yeah, some yeah. people can't do can't do the shit, but they gotta say it. It's right, just, it's just a perfect thing to say. You right. know what I mean? Right. Shit, I can't bake a cake, but goddamn it, you open that you open that door before it's done, it's shit gonna fall. <laughs> See, <laughs> I got a flat ass cake. That's right. But but it's like the golf swing, you know. You've been doing, I've been doing this, performing in this form, improvising in my stand-up so long. Yeah. Like, I, I actually won an award in New York Comedy Awards for uh, Best Impromptu Comedian. Really? Because that's the, only, that's the only way I know how to perform. And I've always performed for the microphone I have, for the stand, for the type of chair I got, for the wall behind me, for the curtain behind me, for the size of the stage for the microphone's power, all these little things determine what I'm going to do that night. Wow. You ever get on stage and you got a, a mic, well, you just tap it, and it's like, boop, boop, like yeah, oh, it's real hot. oh, I'm doing this joke tonight. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and you know the bits you can do because about, oh, the stage is small. I know how I got, I got to paint a picture. Right. I got I to gotta lay this stage out in my mind, what's here in my head for the bits I do. Right. And, and how close the audience is to you determines a lot. Because you can refer to someone and everybody sees the person you're referring to. So you curtain. nitpick all these things. Oh, you you, oh, you overanalyze all this stuff everything. before you start to your set. Whether it's on stage, whether it's on curb, I got to analyze how I'm going to lay this shit out. You know, because I did. I was on stage one night and, and it was a curtain behind me. And I literally did like 15 minutes. Like I break rules. I turn my back on the audience. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. I turn my back. I do all kind of shit. One time I went behind the curtain and did 10 minutes behind the curtain. Just, 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 just because, around. yeah. Because I did a bit where um, I was talking about how uh, sometimes it's hard to order food in, in like a, a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I did this whole bit where I ordered some shit that they don't sell. <laughs> and I wanted to see if they could make it. <laughs> so I, and then I did this whole bit where I played fork, I played the chef, I played the dude taking the order, and I played myself. You're all and I played somebody else coming in. <laughs> Ask them to take it so fucking long. You know what I mean? I played all these, I played all these characters, and I kept running be- through the curtain and saying, uh, I'm going to check for you. And I kept running behind the curtain oh, wow. talking to the chef about, can they make this? Right. What, what I'm asking for. Right. You know what I mean? And he come back out again to get more, more information about what I want. Mm-hmm. And he kept, one minute, and he kept going back. And, and literally, I was behind the curtain for 15 minutes fucking around. But it's all, that's for you too, right? Like, oh, that's more fun for oh, you than anything. That's I'm fucking hollering. 
Because yeah. I, I I know, <laughs> and then once you hear them laughing in your ears, yeah, you know you it's like wow, how the fuck did I do that? And it's it's almost like you're you're creating this world that you that you've already laid out, and people are fucking losing it because it's relatable. It it it's, same thing happens on Curb when we do it, and you you know mm-hmm. you, you get into the scene, and see I gotta I gotta make my mind up. Two things I give Larry. One thing I give him something he didn't know about me. So, me making that statement, I mean, my Johnson's so big, uh, I had a lady give me a wedgie, <laughs> is more information that he, that he don't know about. Right. <laughs> so, when you do that, it puts Larry on his heels because it's some shit that he didn't know. Right. He, he, he got to either, he got to shoot that shit down and say, come on, that, that didn't happen or, or whatever. But the decision I got to make is, one is, I try to give him something he didn't know about Leon's character. And two, I try to decide if I want to be on his side or go against him. Yeah. And that's the, that's the number one thing when you're dealing with improvising mm-hmm. is you, don't, you, you create a, 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 a wider scope if you either go against him or with him. And that's where You don't go back and forth. You pick your lane and you stick with it. You either argue against him yeah. or with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you guys are on the same, when you guys are arguing together, it, it's almost hilarious. You're almost arguing, but you're arguing the same positive point, you know, or you're yelling about yeah. the same positive point. Like, when you talked about, the, one of the funniest things always to me, and we don't always, we don't have to talk about Curb the whole time, <laughs> but when, when you said get in that ass, eat Snickers, throw garbage, eat oh. Snickers, throw garbage. When you said you got to get in that ass, and he got excited about getting in that ass, it was maybe one of the funniest back and forths I've ever seen because... The rhythm was perfect. Oh. It, like you gave him the confidence. You slowly watched him build it. He received it. You kept pumping him up. He understood it. You pumped him up. Ooh. Then he got into it, and then he started to go, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. make a mess." You're like, yeah. "Make a fucking make mess!" A fucking mess. <laughs> fucking whole asshole up. Yeah, See, that but, was but, so brilliant because it was so funny to watch you guys get on that same line together. And and what makes it even work more is because the show is improvised. Larry didn't know what. The fuck getting that ass was? He had, he doesn't know what that term means. Hell no. No, I know. The yeah. first take, he was like, <laughs> I, I can look at his face. His, he was like, his eyes, his, his not, not in the head. Right. He didn't know what it was. You can feel that. You, it's almost feel it. you can feel it that he when you said you got to get in that ass, and he was like, get in the ass. He he was asking you. Asking. What is that? Should is that what, what I do? Do I, I want to do that? Exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like selling the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if you're a good salesman, you can sell that shit to somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you see those cartoons? Somebody's selling the Brooklyn Bridge? Shit, man. If you're a good salesman, you can sell that Brooklyn Bridge, man. And you got to be a... Well, that's... But also, that's a Woo! part of... That's kind of a part of the chemistry of, of good improv comedy on shows is you got to be a good salesman of bullshit because otherwise, yes. no one's going to buy it. Like, were you... like? Did you work a lot of weird, odd jobs on your way up in comedy to kind of oh. give you balance to learn how to sell your act and sell yourself? Yes, man. What did you do? I had several jobs. Um, my first job was a, uh, I worked in a, I was a perfumer. Here, pull this close so I can hear perfumer. you. Perfumer. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's weird, but a perfumer. Selling perfume. Fucking making perfume. Making that shit, man. I was a perfumer. Wait, you made not, it? Not a perfume salesman. I, I was a perfumer. How do you make perfume? I'm so dumb. Shit, man. Let me tell you something. My first job... Uh, I was in high school, and now uh, I, I, I wanted to be on a wrestling team. 
So I talked to my, my, my counselor maybe a week or two earlier. So I'm looking for an after-school job. I wanted to buy, I wanted to buy a car. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody in high school wanted to have their first car. Yeah. So I wanted to buy my first car. So I said, I need a, I need a part-time job at the school. So I saved my money, get me a car. So I said, you know what, because I'm going to be in, I'll, I'll, be going, I'll be a senior next year. I want to have my, my ride in place. Mm-hmm. So then I messed around, and, and um, I also wanted to be on the wrestling team. So uh, I went to my first day on the wrestling team. I mean, I'm literally on my four, on four. You know how you do that little? Got on a fours, I'm yeah. on fours. How much do you weigh, by the way, uh, at the time? Oh, shit. I might have been a 105 or some shit like and that. And how tall? Six feet tall in high school? Yeah. I, I, I spread it up in 11th grade. Okay, so oh, you. I just got 6'2 uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> like, it was weird. Weird shit. 5'4", like, 6'2". Like, it was crazy. I might have been like 5'9", five, 5'6". Five seven. All oh of a sudden, shit! Bam! I was One six, summer. I was six two. Damn near six three. It was weird. So I'm on my fours, and I'm I'm literally in the wrestling stance. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do have my arm. You know how to hold your arm the whole <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. You know the, the stance. And, and while I'm about to, the coach is about to let us wrestle. My counselor walks in the room. I said Jerry Brooks. I said hey hey. You know, she said oh, I got a. I know you applied for an after school job. Something came in. I got you an after-school job. So you have to make your mind up if you want to wrestle or take the job. Yeah. I was like this, oh, man. I'm in a full wrestling outfit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shit all baggy on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a buck <laughs> a five. How you got loose spandex? This shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's make this happen. I said, you know what? I'm going to take that job. In here... Hey, are you looking to turn your cool idea into a website? Are you trying to publish something online? You're trying to sell something? You want to uh, just put some cool art up there that you've made? Squarespace is the only way to go. I use Squarespace myself. I think it's incredible. It's so user-friendly. It's so simple. It's so easy. Showcase your work. Sell products of literally all kinds. Blog or publish your content. They have beautiful templates. They have world-class designers who put these things together. And uh, genuinely, it's so easy to use. I've told you this, a Dumbo like me can do it. I promise you can do it yourself. Everything is super optimized right out of the box. And uh, there's uh, nothing to patch or upgrade literally ever. Come on, man. 24-7 award-winning support, built-in search engine optimization, so you can see what's really going on with the analytics that help you out, that grow your business or whatever you've got going on in real time. Um, This is really uh, a wonderful thing if you're an architect, a graphic designer, a podcaster, a clothing designer, a a publicist, whatever you want to do to get your name out there more or your material out there more, Squarespace is the place. It's the only one to use. And um, like I said, I used it to, to help build my site and I used the templates that they gave me because I'm not smart enough to create my own. Maybe you're smarter than me. I bet you are. Uh, and if you're ready to do this, uh, go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code whiskey to save 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code whiskey to save 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain. When something's squeaking around the house, you got a squeaky door, you got a clogged sink, you got a backed up toilet, you don't just let it sit, you take care of it, all right? When something's off in the bedroom, you take care of it too. Don't just ignore it. Come on, guys, get it together. Go to roman.com slash whiskey right now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for your ED. Look, a lot of guys, 
Can't get enough blood down there. It's very common. It's not an uncommon thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need an extra rocket booster if you're trying to get the rocket to space. Okay? Sometimes you need some more power down there to get it up there. Uh, getting started is very simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey. Complete an online visit. Uh, it's straightforward. It's super discreet. Um, AUS licensed healthcare professional will uh, work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional to take care of your problem. It's not a big deal. Get some more rocket boosters down there, baby, to get the rocket to space. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey right now. You'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. And remember, get started today, and you'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. Go to GetRoman.com slash whiskey now. Ginger. I like gingers. Mm -hmm. And walked my ass right out of there, man. (laughs) Went to that job. Man, my boss at that time, he was like 75 years old, Italian guy. Short dude, fucking short as fuck, man. Like, 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 I think he's right on the borderline of, of like, of legal little, of legal little person, legal little person. Right, and he's like right there. But this dude knew everything, man. And you meet an old dude like that, old Italian dude like that, who knows how to make perfumes and knows, man. This dude was fucking amazing. He would sit there and teach me literally how to make perfume. And this was where we're out of out of a shop, out of his house. Where was this a at? Factory in New factory, York. A small factory. Mm-hmm. Small. He had a small crew of people, like maybe five people, four or five people, because we would we would he would make the perfume, he would uh, package it, label it, everything, ship, ship it. it. I I did everything. I I knew every job. What was the name of the company of the perfume company? Oh, uh, Denard Perfumes. Denard Perfumes. Denard Perfumes. Is it still there? Ah, this dude, that's fucking shit. 30 years ago? Either that or that motherfucker's 140 years old right now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Shit. Those old Italian dudes, they don't die. They don't die, man. So he taught you every single step of the process. Man, I would, I mean, beakers, uh, uh, measuring how many drops of lavender and, and fucking all these. Oh, man, it was just amazing. Right. The process of it, how much alcohol, the, the percentage of alcohol that goes in it. The mixing of it, uh, you name it, man. And, and we would fill these bottles up, fucking thousands of bottles at a fucking time. With this <laughs> machine, fill them up, cap them, cap them, cap them. And back then, all I had on the radio was the Howard Stern Show. That's when Howard was on AM radio. Right. And, and all we had was an AM radio in that bad boy. And because he, he old school. He had a little AM radio, and I would turn the AM radio on while I was working. And listen to Howard Stern's show, man. Really? Fucking crazy. That's AM wild. radio. That's how long ago it was. W- wow. WNBC? WNBC. WNBC. That's wild, man. Early Howard days, man. Right. And that was the only thing that kept, like, I always loved talk radio because it kept your mind uh, engaged. Sure. It, it always, because you always had a thought. You always had an opinion. All that comes into play while you listen to talk radio. It didn't mm-hmm. matter what kind of talk radio it was. I just always loved talk radio. And man, that job was so cool. That that was my number one job I had. Um, How long did you do that for? I'll tell you one thing that fucked me up, though. Hmm. I don't know what it was, but the heat, the heat in that bitch was never on. I mean, I was be working in my coat and shit, man, my <laughs> gloves. I was like, man, God damn it, man. Turn this fucking heat on. That was a big, and that was a big room, big-ass factory. Right. So I just say, man, this dude never had the heat on. It's always like. Saving money. It, it, yeah. He was one, day he was ta- one day he was talking to me, and I could see the condensation coming out of his mouth. I was like this. 
Motherfucker, you ain't cold. <laughs> I, can, I can see him. Like, I said, man, I can't focus right now, man. You got condensation coming out your mouth, man. He's it's in a shirt. cold in this he's, bitch. He's in a t-shirt and shorts. He's like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Yeah. Holy shit, it was cold in there, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Was he an immigrant? Would he, do you have a thick Italian accent? Yeah. See, those guys, they're tough as nails. They don't give a nails, shit. Man. I love that dude, man. He, he You remember Ray. his name? Ray Murata. Ray Murata. Denard Perfume Denard by Ray Murata. Called him Raymond. Some people called him Raymond. Raymond. Raymond and called him Ray. Oh, look at this. Now that you know the so, science, oh. would you ever make JB Smooth perfume today? Fuck, yeah, I would, man. You should do it. Because I, I used to do a joke about how perfume, it, it, there's tons of colognes and perfumes out there, mm-hmm. but they all ain't for you. Yeah, that's no, true. No, no, they're not all for you. Right. Because perfume, what I learned was, it mixes with your natural chemistry in your body. Correct. You yeah. have a scent that's already existing on you already that your body works with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why we all have a certain sense of smell. Some people smell, smell things. It's offensive to them. And some people are like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. See? And that's what perfume does. When you put it on your wrist and you smell it, it's going to smell different on you than it does on me. Right. It's going to be a different potency of it. You know what I mean? Same thing with, uh, this is a good example. Same thing with uh, with gum. I always say this all the time. Certain gum is it, it, not made for every breath. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. If your breath is stomping and your, your breath is stinking, certain gum you should not use. Right. You should not use fucking Big Red. No. Big Red and bad breath don't go good together. No, cinnamon gum does not belong in a stank mouth. Cinnamon gum does not belong in a stink-ass mouth. <laughs> See? You need more like peppermint or spearmint. Spearmint. Spearmint for sure. That'll help a lot more with a stank mouth. Spearmint fights your stink ass breath. With spears. It's Ooh. it's stabbing all that it, it, stank it, it, ass breath. That's what it's, it's called spearmint. <laughs> <laughs> it's stabbing your breath odors and bacteria. <laughs> Dude, that's so true. Whenever I, whenever someone's chewing cinnamon gum. Oh my God. And you can smell their breath underneath it, it's I mean, it lights the fire. It makes it worse. Holy it's like you lit a trash can on fire. It's like stink, it's like, it's like some it's like stink, like right. Stink ass. Fucking cinnamon. Right. Like, what the fuck did you just do to this cinnamon gum? You that get, true. That, that's why I've, I've been advocating this for years. You need a prescription for fucking gum. Oh, wow, that's smart. You should not be able to buy any gum you want for your stink ass breath. <laughs> <laughs> only certain gums should be sold to you. You only, should have a, a license for gum, a gum license. Fuck yeah. And you can only buy certain kinds of but, gum. And there's a difference between bubble gum and chewing gum fact two different worlds right bubble gum is, is playing get you play with bubble gum mm-hmm. you bought bubbles and shit you chew that shit you put four or five in your mouth it don't fucking matter right. you got a big wad of that shit in your mouth <laughs> chewing gum is for adults correct children children should not have chewing gum in their <laughs> mouth they need bubble yum and, yep. and, and, and those kind of they need Bubble gum. Bubble gum. Specifically for blowing bubbles and spitting out. Chewing gum is like buying cigarettes. See? They shouldn't be able a to buy A youth it. should not be able to buy chewing gum. <laughs> they go to a 7-Eleven and say, I'm a, I'm a two-pack of, chew, of, of chewing gum, spearmint, and fucking peppermint. He's like, no, no, come on. I need, I, I need an ID. Show me some ID, Show pal. me some ID. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You're too young to be chewing, <laughs> chewing gum. Hey, there's plenty of bubble, bubble gum over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me? When I was a kid, I when I was a kid, I used to go buy my mm-hmm. uncles or aunts or anybody cigarettes. We used to be able to buy cigarettes. <gasps> when I was like 12, I could walk into yeah. a 7-Eleven with, with 10 bucks and buy a pack of cigarettes and whatever else they wanted. 
You it was buy, it, they anything would, they would back sell, then. It would sell me anything. Yeah, oh, you could buy man. liquor. It's for my dad. I was, a, I was a buy a beer for my dad and fucking a pack of Cools. That's a black a black man's cigarette. Anyway. Cools, Cools, man. Cools. <laughs> Cools are Cools were the Cools were like the hip. Hip, hip ass cigarette. The hip ass cigarette cools. back then. Cools, yeah, with cool. a K. With a K. God damn. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You could buy anything back then. Yeah. But they trusted your ass back then. Winston. My dad smoked Winston. Winston, yeah. Winston's an old school. I don't even know Winston. if they make Winston's anymore. Winston, that's another cigarette my dad used to smoke. Winston cigarettes. Winston's Winston and, and cools. cools. Yeah. Fucking Winston. Did you ever smoke cigarettes? Never. Yeah. Never. I think I tried it one time. <laughs> and that shit fucked my. Fuck my chest up for weeks. Yeah. I couldn't get that shit out of my chest, man. It's nasty. Oh, it's horrible. I smoked Woo. for a little while, and then I had to wise up, give it up. I didn't like the way I felt, but, you know, you were. I was doing it because young and cool, and you're yeah. hanging out with friends, and then... Your mouth ain't ready. Your, see, your mouth ain't ready for that kind of change. See, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? It's like smoking a cigarette is like drinking your first Heineken. Mm-hmm. That fucking Heineken is like smoking a cigarette. Right. That shit is so bitter and so strong. No disrespect to Heineken out there. But goddamn it, Heineken, that's a grown man drink right there. <laughs> you can't be fucking around. I mean, I had my first first beer, man. Standing in this party, man, a little high school joint. Somebody had some beers. Man, I held that Heineken in my hand for the entire night. I think I went home <laughs> with that fucking Heineken. Because the first sip was so bad. Right. I said, fuck, and I didn't want to look uncool. I just held it in my hand the whole time. Yeah. I carried that ba- bottle home with me. I'm in, in the bed. back seat, still talking <laughs> shit with the bottle in my hand. It's, it's, more, it's like more than half, half full right. or half empty, whatever. But God damn it, man. That Heineken, whoa! That hit you. That's like you bit, that's like you ate a cigar. <laughs> like you fucking ate, like you ate a whole cigar. Like, yum, yum. <laughs> when was the first time you got liquored up? You remember the first time you really got drunk when you were young? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit, man. We got fucked up one night, man. This is a funny story. I won't say who it is. Don't have to. I won't say who it was, but this shit's funny. So we went to our first. This shit's fucking hilarious. So we went to our first um, uh, bachelor party. Mm-hmm. High school high school dudes, man. 12th grade. My buddies, his, uh, his, his uncle, no, his cousin was getting married. Okay. Cousin was older than us, fucking getting married and shit. He invites our high school Immature asses to our first fucking <laughs> bachelor party. What are you, 17, 18 years old? Bachelor party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easily. 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. Easy, easily. One of our friends, oh my God. This story is so fucked up that <laughs> the person that it happened to doesn't even remember the shit. That's how <laughs> fucked up we were. And when I when I ran into him, he, he said, What happened that night? I said, wait a minute. You don't fucking remember that night at all? He said, yo, I don't remember shit. <laughs> I proceeded to tell him a story, and he was so amazed. He said, get the fuck out of here. All that happened? <laughs> so we go to this party. It was, it was in the Bronx. So first of all, the Bronx is fucking loaded. You go to the Bronx after 8 o'clock, you can't find a parking space. Mm. People are triple parking, everything, double parking, because they all know each other in the fucking neighborhood. They know when they go to work, everybody's going to be able to get out. Right. Man, I had to park. We had to park like five or ten minute walk away from the fucking apartment building. Mm-hmm. We are literally walking through. We dressed up all nice and shit. My friend had on all white, fucking all white outfit, white tuxedo shirt, fucking white pants, white shoes and shit. <laughs> he overdressed for the shit, man. <laughs> we <laughs> had his hair all pushed back and shit. I said, oh, okay, you're going all the way. Mm-hmm. And we all look decent, but this motherfucker looked like the good human man, like fucking straight up ice cream man, all white. Yeah. Uh, 
and like a surgeon or some shit. Right. <laughs> so we we get to we get to the party, and his uncle had a bar. He had like a bunch of other other older dudes there. Mm-hmm. Our young asses walk up in that motherfucker, man. Like brand, like we brand new people. Right. Like like we ain't got no age on us at all. We walk in there, man. We like amazed. All we kept talking about was our first bachelor party, man. Oh, right. His cousin, he opened the door. The fucking, the fucking cousin was mean. He was like, hey, come the fuck in. That's the first thing he said to us. We said, come oh, the oh, fuck in. Get your young asses up in here. And sit, <laughs> hey, and sit the fuck down, man. We got, this, we got strippers coming in about 20 minutes, man. All right? <laughs> okay. Don't be Googling. Don't be fucking going crazy. Right. I know be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Sit down and be cool. Mm-hmm. Man. We got in that party, man. He had snacks and fucking food and fucking alcohol everywhere. Man, we start drinking. We start making food. We start drinking beers and shit. And one of my friends, we just we just kept it easy. His ass decides he's gonna go all out. He's fucking drinking. He's fucking eating. He just like down and shit. Yeah. He a little weed. Right. He's doing everything. Right. I'm looking at him like this, like, do. I think he's older than we think he is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how much shit he was doing. We like. This dude got way more experience than we got. Like, he's been here before. Right. You know what I mean? He's 18 but 30. He's 18 but 30. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, God damn. Right? So about half an hour passes by, and we and, and I sat on one end of the couch. He sat on the other end of the couch, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there looking at him, and I, I looked over to him. He looked over to me. He said like this. Mm-mm. His lip went, his lip frowned downward. Uh-oh. And he said, Right? And when I tell you, he proceeded <laughs> to empty his fucking stomach, his ass, his fucking <laughs> everything. I think baby food came out of his ass. <laughs> everything came out of this dude he ever ate. I mean, <laughs> his whole life. Oh my God. All over the couch. I'm like, just, oh, oh, what the fuck, man? I'm like, I just, I, I pretend I didn't see it. I just, I said, oh no. You looked the other way. All I kept thinking about was the cousin, how mean the cousin was. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I heard, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> right. He ran in the bathroom, right? Because he was still, she was pouring out of his mouth. As he's moving. Oh, as he's running, it's pouring out of his mouth. <laughs> Some <laughs> mobile fountain. All I heard was. <laughs> <laughs> he ran. He closed the bathroom door. I said, and his cousin was like. If you young bastards don't get the fuck out of here, I'm gonna kill you, right? <laughs> and then I heard, I heard the doorbell ring, bing blong, and he said, "Get the fuck out of here," right? He, he, he hits the uh, intercom button, and and it's a, a lady says, "We're here." Oh yeah. He said, "You mother," he said, "You bastards! <laughs> I told you to sit the fuck down." And the girls are coming upstairs, and then. And then he said, get your boy out the bathroom. Get your boy out the bathroom. So I go to the, I said, I banged on the door. Hey, hey, man, we, we got to get out of here, man. You, you, you fucked the couch up, right? And I said, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I opened the bathroom door. Man, it was fucking vomit on the walls, <laughs> on the, in the bathtub, in oh the God. sink, on the back. I don't know how you missed the toilet bowl. It's on the back of the toilet bowl. <laughs> The fucking floor, the mats. No, it is vomit everywhere. everywhere. I said, you motherfucker. I said, man, we can't even see our first set of titties. I said, you, you fuck this up for everybody. I'm so heated, man. We couldn't wait to see those titties. Right. We couldn't wait, man. All we got to think of us, we're going to see some, some titties. titties. How exciting. 18 years old, 17 years old, we're going to see some titties. Finally. 
And this guy fucked a it up. Grown ass titties. God damn it. Not no <laughs> fucking movie shit like Porky's or those dumb ass movies back in the days. I'm talking about some titties. Live. You know real live titties. Live titties. Man. Live titties. Not, 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 not movie titties. Live, live titties. titties. <laughs> man. I said, come on, man. We get the fuck out of here, man. He said, get out. All you, get out. So we, he was so lit. Like, he was limp. Yeah. We had to put his shoulder around my shoulder, around my other buddy's shoulder, and we Carry had to drag him. him. His feet are dragging. <laughs> like, his fucking feet are just, he's like limp. Like Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, easily. Right. Weekend at Bernie's. Dragging We're dragging through. this dude out of there, man. <laughs> and, and, and we parked, remember, 10 minutes away from the fucking mm. apartment building. Oh, my God. In the Bronx. Oh, my in God. In the bad part of the Bronx. Right. Right? We're dragging this dude, right? I said, God damn it, man. Shit. We pulled him. And then we passed through this one neighborhood, right? It was a bunch of guys out there. One of them, one of them said, yo, fuck is wrong with your friend? <laughs> we said, and we walked. I said, no. I said, no. We're going to walk in the street. You walk on the sidewalk, that's when you get your ass whooped. Yeah, walk you in walk the street. In the middle of the street. Take your ass we, to the street. We felt like the fucking warriors. Like we had to get back to Mount Vernon. <laughs> like the fucking warriors. And we're dragging this dude. His fucking shoes are dragging. His fucking body is limp. And, and like, what's wrong with your boy? And then one, somebody yelled out, we should fuck y'all up. I said, oh, no. I said, no, no, no. no. Drive faster. <laughs> walk, Go. Walk faster. We started walking real fast. We get to the car. We threw him in the back seat, right? And I said, I can't believe this shit, man. I can't fucking believe it. And I heard, Ugh! and he threw up again in the back seat of my car. Oh. I, said, I said, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> he threw up in the back seat of my car. And we knew his mom was mad strict, right? So we get to the, we get back to Mount Vernon in front of the, in front of the apartment building, right? In front of his house. Mm-hmm. And, and we... Uh, and we uh, and we said, yo, we can't take him in there yet. I yeah, said, not like that. He can't go in like this. He'll get beat. And we waited. I'm telling you, we waited and we waited until like it was like one in the morning. We said, no, nah, we can't. We got to get the fuck out of here. We we got to go home. Yeah. We got school tomorrow. And you're going to get whooped if you're too late. Right. Right. We got school tomorrow. I said, we got to get the fuck out of here, man. So we said, yo, let's just, let's just, let's just prop him up against the door. <laughs> so... <laughs> We carry him in the building, right? We stood him up against the we stood him up against the wall, <laughs> and we said, "All right, y'all ready? One, two, three! Bam, 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 bam!" And we we ran, we <laughs> fucking ran, and, and, and we heard the door open. <laughs> His mother was like, "What the hell, Alfred? What is wrong with you?" And we fucking hauled ass, man, <laughs> and he didn't remember one. Moment, not an ounce of it. I ran into this dude like two years ago at a party out here. He said, "What happened that night?" I said, "Wait a minute. All these time, all this time, you don't know the full story. Mm-hmm. I told him that story. He was freaking crying, <laughs> laughing. He said, "Get the fuck out of here. That didn't happen." I said, "I'm telling you, yeah. that's exactly what happened." Alfred, you made us miss our first live. You titties. ruined it. Live titties were about to happen. Ruined it. For ruined us, it. I never forget it, man. I never forget <laughs> it, man. One day I'm gonna tell who it is. <laughs> in here, we pour whiskey, whiskey. I'm living in a fantasy world, and I am a fantasy girl. Look, if you're into fantasy sports, uh, you got to know about Stat Hero. Uh, 85, 85% of people, I don't know if you know this, 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is that surprising to you? No, it shouldn't be. The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You're not going to stand a chance, I'm telling you. So if you're into fantasy betting, Stat Hero is the spot. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning far within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. 
It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Not a bunch of randoms all over the world. You name your stakes. Winner takes all. All the money, baby. You got the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you the lineups ahead of time. Nobody else does that. Literally nobody else does that. It's incredible. It's so easy. I used it, and I loved it. Uh, I've always kind of been uh, against massive pools of uh, fantasy sports betting. I just don't really like it. And Stat Hero right now is changing the game and changing the odds. You're in total control. And uh, I'm not going to tell you if I won or I lost, but I won. Okay, so I feel good about it. Go to stathero.com slash whiskey right now. Sign up for free. And right now you can get three times back on your first play. That's insane. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash whiskey. Stathero.com slash whiskey. You tired of going to the grocery store? Yeah, who isn't? It's annoying. It's time consuming. It's confusing. Somehow the things don't end up in the same aisle that they were in last month for some reason. And I also... I'm just not good at organizing that stuff. But you know what is good? HelloFresh. HelloFresh is so convenient. They cut out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips with less prep, less effort, and minimal cleanup so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. A half an hour is incredible. I try to cook something on my own. It takes me two to three days. Um, Their calorie-smart options make it easier to enjoy tasty, lower-calorie menus this summer without scouring the grocery store for ingredients and the web for easy recipes. There's 50 menu and market items each single week. So vegetarian meals, craft burgers, extra special gourmet options, they're all available. I've talked about it a bunch. HelloFresh is so convenient. Look, I, I love it because I am bad at organizing and cooking. And if you're someone like me, especially if you're a single guy or gal out there who just kind of wants to grab something, make it fast, and make it for you, a partner, a friend, uh, someone that's just hanging out, sleeping on your couch now for the last couple of months, HelloFresh is awesome. They offer the flexibility you need to customize your order on the app with minutes. Um, it is really great, and I genuinely promote HelloFresh because I like their food. It's very good. It's uh, healthy, and it's delicious and easy to do. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Whiskey and use code 14Whiskey for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's insane. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Whiskey. Use the code 14Whiskey for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Ginger. You know, one day you'll snitch. But he's out here now. He's fucking been here forever. Oh, really? Okay. Is he in our game? Is he a comic? No, he's not okay. a comic. He's not a comic. No, he, uh, uh, but, but you know, who knows? You know, he <laughs> he amazing. Mm-hmm. Before before amazing. Right. That 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 that'd be a great book. Just a bunch of stories of people who knew people who are famous. Before now. amazing. Before amazing. That's pretty. That's really great. Fucking great, great because great. we were all you. We, we not we. Not me. We, every every one of us in entertainment. You had this other life that no one really knows because you move out here and you do this thing and you're you're working and trying to build yourself up and. Fuck yeah. There's a whole other world that people usually don't know about. You know what I mean about all your friends <clears throat> that you grew up with and all those stories. Before Amazing's really great. Before Amazing's great because that really covers your journey. It covers yeah. your journey and the shit that you have done, and and, and it really lays it out that anyone can achieve what they fucking want. If you, know? you really go. If you really go hard for yeah. it. And you got to really believe in what you do. What Did you have a moment <clears throat> in your career where you thought you might back out and be done? Have you had a time when you were like, I don't know if I want to do this shit anymore, man? Nah, man. You had, it's been good, huh? Here's the thing. I, I do, I, I've done what I, what I, I've done what I do all my life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on stage, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's at a family reunion, whether it's at a friend's birthday party, whether mm. it's at a funeral, I don't care. 
I, I just got to, I got this thing embedded in me that I want people to enjoy themselves and their life. You know, whether it's me stopping to talk to a dude in the airport on the way to my flight and miss my fucking flight, fucking around, talking to Have you done dude. that before? Yes. Yeah. And I said, you know what, I guess my flight. But it became so engaging, and this dude needed something so bad. He needed to hear something. And I, I said, fuck. I pushed it to the end. So I ran to the gate, and the plane is backing out of that fucking What was gate. the conversation about that? Was, it, was he a fan, and then he just wanted to talk with you? Fan. And he was and, a fan, and, and, he and just... I could tell that he he just went through something. I could tell that he needed something. He needed sometimes you got to get be your ear to people. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Let them get the shit out, and then you assess it, and you realize you got you got to judge whether they're fucking crazy <laughs> or they're fucking just crazy for what they want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Oh, nothing wrong with that. You got to be a little nutty. You gotta be a little fucking we're, a little, we're all a little crazy. We're all a little crazy. Gotta be. You gotta be. You gotta be a little crazy, a little fearless. You gotta have a little bit of everything in there. Right. Woo. Yeah, See, I'm fearless. You are fearless. Oh, fuck me, man. I'm fearless <laughs> as fuck. I got a bad memory, too. You do? Oh. So you just kind of erase all the bullshit. Man, I'm like that little, what's that shit on, um, on Men in Black? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that wand. That, that fucking wand. I got, a, I got one in my back pocket. <laughs> to yourself? Fuck yeah. You, you, <laughs> every time I, I gotta do this imaginary woo woo. Yeah. Because, man, because it's just too short. You don't have enough time to be fucking around. Right. You don't have enough time to be fucking stuck on stupid. You don't. Yeah. You really don't. That's true. You read the paper every fucking day, some shit happens to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Whether it's, whether it's early in their life or whether it's late in their life, something going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. But you fucking around sit there dwelling on that shit, you will never achieve what you want to achieve or get true. this started. Some yeah. people never get it started. It's right. one thing to, to try it and it don't work, but to never get it started, that's the shit you look back on. Oh, woulda, coulda, shouldas. The yeah. woulda, coulda, shouldas. That's the one thing you don't want to ever look back on. Oh, does, so are you a guy that sets a lot of goals too, or no? Do you just kind of go as you go? I fucking go. You just go. I go. I, you, I apply my personality. I apply my work ethic. I apply shit that I know I can do. And sometimes I say shit I know I can't do. But guess what? I got this little speed, I got this little gear in me that mm. allows me to figure this shit out when I get there. Right. Because there's more to it than just what's on paper. Sure. You got to open that shit up sometimes. Let so, it breathe. Yeah. So are you somebody that procrastinates? Or so I found this, I, I, re, I saw this study recently about a, 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 a high percentage of performers, entertainers, mm-hmm. tend, tended to be... Uh, not as good in a formal academic, right? Like they procrastinated. They still got work done, but they yeah. wait the last minute or they weren't as good of a student, but they were fantastic at delivering. Like, right. were you a good student or, or were you were you not? No, I was, a, I was a great student. You were? I was a good student. Um, did you wait to the last minute to do stuff or did you always get some, it done early? Sometimes. You know why? Yeah. I do my best work last minute. Well, that, they say creative people tend to do their best work in the crunch. I do my best crunch. work in the crunch. You know what? Not, no, you know why? For the time I'm waiting to do it, I'm procra- the, the procrastination uh, stage, I'm thinking about it. Right. I'm thinking about how exactly I'm going to do it. That's when I know I got time. Right. That's I how know, we formulate. I know how I'm going to do it. So when I sit down and do it, it takes me no time to do it because I already fucking thought about it. Right. That's what's funny. There's the interesting conversation I've had with uh, comedians about mm-hmm. that. Like as a stand-up, we, people tend to think that we just do it and we don't think about it. We've been thinking about it. 
our lives are when we're thinking about it. Yes. So you're thinking about it all the time, whether you know it or not. It's entering your mind. These little snippets come and they go and they come and they go. It's little synapses yeah. are firing. And then when it's time to deliver, then all this stuff kind of gets to ball together. Yep, it does. So it, the procrastination is really the buildup. It's the buildup. Mm-hmm. It's the buildup. And that's what I talked about earlier about how I, I love when, I don't know, I just love the surprise of it all. That's why I said sometimes I don't find out what I got until I get there. You know, and right. it, we, we, we know all these comedy clubs are different. You know, you know how many times I walked in the club and I say, and I get there and I'm sitting in the green room and I'm like, uh, how you get on stage? You know what I mean? Right, I have no idea. Yeah, I, fucking, I, don't, I, I don't even know where I, to go. What route does do people take to get there? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are you on stage? And something really cool about that because yeah. it, it creates this thing. And, and sometimes that, that'll be my first five minutes. How did I get on stage? Yeah, they told me how to get on stage. I said, I don't want to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go that way. Right. Motherfuckers already dropped popcorn to, to see how to get to the stage. Fuck that way. <laughs> <laughs> you want the road less traveled. I want the road less traveled. Right, because you because there's an adventure and, there. And people who've been to that club before, they so used to looking to this side and watching people enter the stage from over there. Right. My ass come from over there. <laughs> Fucked y'all. <laughs> Fucked all y'all up. See what I just did to you guys? That's the first five, ten minutes of the show. Right. And then you give them something new Major that they've never look. felt. You look that way. You're so used to it. Major ass look. Major ass look. <laughs> <laughs> See, I came, I came from this side. See? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have, do you have favorite spots to perform in the country? Are, are there cities that you're like, man, I'm in love with going there? Oh man, you get excited about places, or, or, or now is it more like you just love the work and it love, is what it is? I just love to feel it on me. Yeah, I just love to feel it on me, man. It, there's this thing about, oh, there's this thing about giving people something, man, and you know, it's just, it's just in a unique feeling that people. Uh, who do what we do feel, man. And I, I have, of course, I have favorite cities, favorite clubs, but the feeling it is still the same. It's still the same feeling. Everywhere you go. It's still the same feeling. You know, and and I, work, I work best, here's what I will say, I work best in my own thing where uh, I work best, I'm not good at doing those shows with a bunch of comedians and we're all on the same show. Mm-hmm. I'm just not good at that because I'm not good at doing 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I'm not. That's not my thing. I'm more, you, you got to be coming to see me. Yeah. You got to come and see me do my hour and a half because it's more than, it, it's just a different thing. When they come and see you, shit, you can take your time and, 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 and grab your drink. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> Boy, y'all crazy. And just really let it sit. Small talk, they ask anything you want because they already there and they're there to see you specifically. Right. When you're on those shows, like four or five comedians, and you got to do your little set, ah, it's too, it's too much. It's, it's too, much. too much for me, man. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm never been good at that. And I've had, some, I've had some bad nights fucking around with those kind of shows. Really? Even after I said I didn't want to do it, and I just fucking do it anyway, and it, it just fucks me up. Does one I, of them I know stand it's not, out? I know it's not me. Does someone stand out? Was there, is there a night oh, that you had? I've, I've had I've had one or two of them where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and, and, and I knew I didn't want I, I knew I didn't want to be there, and I right. knew it wasn't for me, and I knew it's not my style, and you know that's where I started. I can't say it's it's, it's something that, but you got to know you got to see. I take all that kind of stuff as stuff to add to my to my uh, 
to your book. To my book. Before Amazing. You got to add it because what it does is you, you figure out what you prefer. You figure out who you are. And sometimes you know who you, know who you are before you walk on that stage. Yeah. You know exactly who you are, and that plays a big part in your energy you give him, you're going to give. Oh, yeah. Because you got to get it back. In order to reprocess it, they got to they gotta give you something in order for you to reprocess it and give it back to them. Yeah. That, that's just how it's recyclable. Right. Laughter recyclable. That's how laughter works. It, it, it recycles itself. You create this moment. You create this energy, and that's it. And you ride it. Right. You have a good time and ride it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta be into that shit. Yeah. You got. You can't have no doubt in your mind that you can't say what the fuck I'm doing here, <laughs> because my my mind and my body immediately shuts down because I know I'm not supposed to be there. You turn. You just turn it all off. I turn it all off, and mm. I become. Do what I do. I I I, I become um, ready. You know what? You know what it forces me to do though. It forces me. My body rejects the shit. You know what I mean? And it feels like. Nah, this, this ain't you. No matter what you do in your mind, you're not gonna be able to get out of this one. Oh wow! Because you knew you weren't supposed to be here, <laughs> and now your mind is saying, the "Fuck am I doing here?" Yeah, what are we doing? I'm saying, "What the fuck am I doing here?" At the same time, I'm saying my jokes. As you're in your brain, as I'm performing, I'm saying, "These thoughts are going at the exact same time." What the fuck am I doing here? What am I doing here? You know, goddamn well you're supposed to be here. Like, like, <laughs> like, like a version of me steps out of my body and stands there watching me. Upset. Motherfucker, I told you. <laughs> we talked about this already. <laughs> Ten times already. Why the fuck you take this? Why the fuck you doing? Why the fuck you doing here? That's a beautiful scene. This ain't your shit. You standing next to you, telling yourself what the fuck are you doing. Right. And you know it. And I know. I said, the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. I like my own shows. I love my own shows. Well, they're, they're yours. It's built for you. It's your audience. Sold out crowd for myself. Oh, yeah. They eat it up. Fucking love them. And then come September, you're gonna be do. Are you doing a long run of shows and stuff like that? Are you doing like a ton of theaters or what do you? What I need to do is I gotta get on stage and start doing some uh, warm up shows. Oh yeah, clubs. even though I have the most utmost confidence in myself, I took a year off one time before. I took a year off. I, my last show of that year was a charity event I do every year in Detroit. Fucking love it. Oh, love it. Right. I travel with my buddy, my um, buddy Hugh Moore. He opens for me. I love you. I love you. Isn't he fucking amazing? So funny, man. The amazing, the incredible humor, they call him. So, um, took a whole year off. That's what I mean by that busy time where you don't realize that you took a year off of something because something had to replace it. Right. Something had to, you know, a movie, a TV show. Why'd you take a year this time? Move, just this mm -hmm. time? No, no, that time. That oh, that time was move, that's busy. Yeah. I was on a, a TV show. I was doing, I was doing a, a movie. Yeah. And it just ate the time up. Yeah. The time just ate up the whole year. And then we went back to Detroit again, right? And Hugh said, yo, you know how Hugh talked. Yeah, yo, real slow, yo, you know, real low. The last time you was on stage was this same show last year. I said, what? Wow. He said, yo, last time you performed was the same show. I said, get the fuck out of here. And I proceeded to go on stage like nothing fucking happened. Like it never changed. Like a year never took off. <laughs> That's your luck. You're, that, you're a very blessed man in that right. Never even realized I took a year off. Wow. I mean, in my... You felt the same way you used to feel. <sighs> you know why? Because mm. they're there for you already. Right. They're, they're for you. They're fucking there for you. Right. They're not there for five other people. Mm -hmm. They're there to see you. 
And when you have five other people on the show, no, no people doing it in their head. Hmm. This motherfucker about to be as funny as the last dude. <laughs> that's in that's in the that's in the person's head. Mm-hmm. That's in the that's in the person yeah. who came to the show. They're like, I like that other guy. What I who's this new guy? Right. They want you to do. They want you to do you, but they want they they want you. You're a part of the whole show. Right. You're. But yeah. when I was coming up, I'm one of those guys that always loved to make sure the audience had a great time, and. You know how it is with comedians. Sometimes comedians can be very competitive. Oh, God. I think we're all very competitive. So, so yeah. So, sometimes that happens and you get caught up in it in your head. Like, you got something to prove. Yeah. Or or vice versa. And, you know, so you got you to gotta police yourself a little bit. But I take, but for some reason, with me, those moments build something, do something for me. I don't know. I get a high out of it, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. Because I just got this thing in me that's embedded in my soul, in my work ethic, in everything I've ever done that I can't be fucking stopped. Right. You know, remember that time Mike Tyson got beat? Yes. And that motherfucker said, when I'm right, can't nobody beat me. Yeah. And he knew he wasn't right before that Buster Douglas fight. It's true. He wasn't right. No. He underestimated the dude. He did He didn't big time. train. He wasn't training. With he the was, wrong he was fucking, fucking managers. He got rid of his old people. Right. And somebody else stole him away and didn't train. Didn't he was out. drinking and partying. All that and, shit. Yeah. But when he said that shit, I got it. Yeah. When we, I'm right, can't nobody can't beat, me. beat me. And that's how my mindset has always been. When I'm right, I don't give a fuck who's. I don't give a fuck who. I just feel like I'm going to give you what I do to the 100. People say keep it 100. I keep it 200. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you so fucking much. You know what I mean? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you more than you supposed more than you you expect to get. More that's more more than statistically is possible. Right, exactly. I'm going to give you more than even is on the scale. Say, I'm going to give it to it hurts. I'm going to give you to it fucking hurts me. Good. So I got to sleep all day next day. But that's the way you got to think. Right. And, and anything you fucking do, you got to think about it like that. You know, you gotta be prepared. You gotta be right, but also you gotta know what right is when you are when you you can say when I'm right, I can't be beat. Right. But you gotta know it before you walk in the ring. You have to believe it. So if something does happen, you know what I mean. You that, already said it. Right. You already said it before your ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, and, and you, that's for you, anybody. You work, look, your work ethic is through the roof. What's the what's the thing for JB to, what's your, what's your like little slice of respite? What, what, what do you do when you slow down? Like, because you worked so much. Do you even have a little bit of time to just lamp out and disappear? Like, do you have like a little secret thing that Ooh, you go do? I do, man. You know, I, people who know us, like our circle, we are the entertainment uh, uh, couple. My wife and I shot. Mm-hmm. So we do RV parties. We do freaking. Um, what do you uh, mean RV parties? I got an RV. I got a, I got a 38 foot uh, 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 RV. A, Dam- you- a Damon Outlaw. Really? Yeah, man. We have RV parties. Do you take it out the to beach. the desert or something? Oh, we to have the beach. Parties at the beach. Yeah, man. we have straight up parties. 80 people show up, and we'll be out there with the RV, grilling three grills, networking with people, inviting wow. people we love, and man, we have a volleyball game. I bring, I got eight bicycles. I bring my bicycles, my hoverboards, and all that kind of fun stuff. People get a chance to hang out all day with their family, mm-hmm. and, and and they bring their family, and we all have a ball. 
The man. RV beach days are your and we getaway. Have vegan, I'm a, we, my wife and I are vegan, so we had the vegan and, and the meat eaters. Carnivores. Two different grills. Carnivores can't bring their meat on the, on the RV. They got to they gotta put a grill over there somewhere. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, meat splatter and shit. You know, yeah, so you don't like, want that. Yeah, meat splatter, shit a fly. Shit fly. How like, long you been a vegan? Full-time vegan, uh, three years. Part-time. Full, What's full-time. A, yeah, part-time. You're a full-time. One time, I, w- I was part-time, full-time. Part-time uh, carnivore. I'm a part-time vegan, full-time carnivore for a long time. Right. Because <laughs> my wife, she hasn't had meat in like 20-something years. Wow. Oh, shit, she hasn't had meat in 20-some-odd years. How long has it been for you? Uh, well, it's three years now. Three years full-time vegan. No meat, full-time, three times. Uh, but, do you but, feel but, good? But I was part-time, full-time forever, meaning uh, I would travel, go on the road, and drop my bags off, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> sit my ass down, give me like tw- 10 teriyaki, 10 barbecue, <laughs> extra carrots and goddamn celery sticks, right. and sit there, watch the games on TV, right. fucking them wings up, man. <laughs> Woo, shit. And then one day, one day, I had been part, of course, I only eat vegan when I was home because my wife only made vegan food, but when I was on the road, I would eat what I want to eat. But one day, man, I was in that Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was eating no fucking wings. I got halfway through my teriyaki, mm-hmm. and something just hit me and said, oh, shit, I'm over it. You were done. I'm fucking over it. Out of nowhere, it just, there was, there was no, was there a sensibility, was there a thought in your mind? I had been part-time forever, and I realized that there's so many options to it. I right. was just sitting there watching the scores on the game, watching the football game. I said, I think I'm over this shit. Wow. I looked at those wings in that fucking bowl. I said, I think I'm over it. Huh. I, I, That's I, just, all it took. I just ripped one apart and I was just like holding both both pieces of the fucking wing. <laughs> I said, I think I'm over this shit. Put it in the bowl, wipe my mouth, spit the rest of the meat in my mouth and my napkin, threw it on the fucking plate, paid my bill. I said, Oh shit, I'm over it. That's it. Yep. Damn, something, that's something wild. Something hit me and said, this shit. This it's wasn't just, for you anymore. I was over it, man. Do you feel good now that you're full vegan? Oh, yeah, man. My fucking body feels fucking great. You Between do? the veganism and the water and the, you know, you know, and, and everything else in moderation. You know, we, we love to entertain people, so we love to have drinks and stuff like that still. But, man, that's about it. And right. we fucking love it. You should keep it. Everything has got to keep in some semblance of moderation, you, right? You have to. Yeah. You have to keep everything in moderation. So that right there, yeah, my weight is, like, consistent, you know what I mean? Unless, I mean, don't get me wrong. Your ass can be a fat vegan. Yeah, I've seen them. Oh, yeah, you can be a fat vegan. You can be a fat vegan you easily. Fuck, you can over-vegan. <laughs> you can over-vegan <laughs> over that shit. Yeah. And start eating stuff, like, just overdoing it with the carbs and just too much bread and too much right. not act, no activity. Well, you can still eat, like, no French fries no activity. and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No more thing of no activity. That's right. the number one thing. Yeah. You sitting around, you a vegan sitting the fuck around, you just doing it just to be sitting around? Oh, fat, man, your fat. ass going to get, your, shit, you're going to have that cupcake waste. You know that cupcake <laughs> shit? Yeah. That comes over the edge of that <laughs> goddamn, you know, that little cupcake cup? Mm-hmm. Shit, comes over? Folds over. That shape is only good for cupcakes. That shit does not <laughs> look good on humans. <laughs> it just doesn't. It's true. You can't have that cupcake shape. No, but But that's what, um, you know, I tell people all the time. You know, even in moderation, you try that shit for, let's just say you try for uh, I did it for a, a week month. or two, a week or two out of a month. Even mm-hmm. if you did that and, and take, remove the beef, remove the pork, remove, remove something, just do fish one time. Maybe do fish for a whole month or, or seafood or whatever. But 
your body will, you'll see it. You'll see it. Do you miss seafood? Do you miss beef? The number one thing I miss is a plank fucking salmon. Oh, plank salmon, oh, yeah. fuck, man. I used to, see, I used to be a, see, here's a fucked up part. My part is messed up because I actually am a grill master. Mm. That's the bad part. We lost you. People who love me, they used to come to my home and they couldn't wait for me to grill. Nah. Like, they come just so I can grill. And don't get me started on, on, on holidays. My deep fried turkey game <laughs> is off the charts. Like, <laughs> people would only come because they wanted my deep fried turkey. Ugh. That's how bad it was. I don't know how many friends I lost. I must have lost about 15, 20 friends because I don't make deep fried turkey no more. <laughs> It's just like left me alone. It's like war buddies. Ooh, You're man. like, man, once I got out of the trenches. Deep fried, there's a process to that deep fried turkey, man. It's so hard to do, right? Because so many people, they light their house on fire and shit. They put you it in their the, frozen. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah, you got to oh, be specific. I go to, the, I go to the supermarket, and I look around, and I, and I sit there and eye them. It's like they're in incubators <laughs> in, in a, like, a, like a maternity ward. Right. I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, he's cute. You know? <laughs> I pick him up. I feel the weight of him. I, I can tell by the weight what's going to go in my fryer. So, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's you nice know, by the way, which one's going to be the one. Yeah, the buoyancy, the buoyancy of it mm -hmm. all. And then I turn it over and I smack it on the ass. Smack it on the ass. Smack that. Like that. I, I got to hear it come ass. back. Reverberate. <laughs> it's got to be pow. Woo. Yeah. This, this turkey, if it wasn't a turkey, it, 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 it could twerk. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I take that turkey home. Oh, man. And I talk to him while I'm preparing him. Oh, you, oh, oh really? There's a conversation oh, that takes now, place. People don't, I won't recommend everybody do this shit, but I used to put a little bit of a, uh, Dishwashing liquid in my in my fucking antibacterial dishwashing what? liquid. What? Yeah. Inside the turkey? All over it. I, Dish I, soap. I soak it and I wash that motherfucker. Wait, I why? Because the bacteria. I know I'm, I'm not going to deep fry it, <laughs> but still, in my preparation, I don't like my hands to feel, like, feel as though I got salmonella on my hands. Uh, it's so hard not to touch shit, not to not to grab a spoon, right. not to. It's so hard not to get that, not to touch anything while you're preparing it. Sure. So I wash that motherfucker. I scrub his ass. <laughs> you I scrub my, a turkey. I put my fist inside his neck hole, and I just like this. <laughs> so you wash the turkey before I wash you fry it. Inside that. and out, inside and out. Rinse it very well. Wash it to a squeaky. Yeah. So I can slick. hear it squeak. Yeah. I hear that. I hear his skin. like shoes on a floor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I hear the squeakiness of his on his body. I'm like, oh, he clean. He's so clean right now. And I rinse him very well inside and out. Right. Oh man. Then I get that. I, and then I'm, while I'm doing all that, I'm boiling my seasoning in a pot on the stove. Mm. <sighs> Don't you miss this? This sounds like you get miss that injector, this. Injector. I, I season it. I put all the other parts, all the liver and the, and yep. the neck bone, the neck, all that inside yeah. there. Let it simmer. Put some seasoning salts in there. Some garlic. Whole, a whole garlic clove in that bad boy. Mm -hmm. You're making me hungry. Oh, I take that. I take the incubator and I just I put a little, a little uh, uh, injector and I just start injecting this turkey like a goddamn drug addict. <laughs> like I'm fucking, I'm I'm injecting him all over. I'm putting juice <laughs> in his arms. These fucking muscles popping up. The fucking juices in his in his fucking breast. I'm just injecting the fuck out of this turkey, man. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the days. But I'm not saying I'm. I don't miss it, but people used to love it because that was my process. As a meat eater, that was my process. Right. I, I, I fucking keep injecting the fuck out of that damn <laughs> turkey. And then I took him outside and I'm 
still talking to him. What is the conversation that you're having with oh, the turkey? You're prepping him for his. I for say, his... hey man, I just want to thank you for being a part of this family. Right. You, you, and I turn him like face, facing me. I said, you are a part of this family right now. Okay. <laughs> and I had already, I fold the arms back like this. Right. I fold those arms back. Yeah. You know, the wings back, and I mm-hmm. tuck the wings behind his body like this. Like he got arrested. Oh, and then I then I cuff him. I I, I, I use a <laughs> um I use a, 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 a zip a zip tie. Zip tie. It ties to to put his legs together. Okay. Because when you drop it in that oil, you don't want it to get hung up on anything. And you fuck around and spill that hot ass grease on your ass. <sighs> oh, that's when that fire, that's when that fire starts. Mm-hmm. So I, then I, I, I slowly but surely, I put the hook on him, the little hook, the little handle on it, and I slowly drop his ass from that. And I thank him for being a part of this As family. As he goes down, thank you for being thank a part him. of this family. I bless, I bless the food, and I say thank you for being a part of this family. Your life was lost in this process. But, but we thank you. For nourishing our bodies tonight. That's a respectful way to do it. It's a respectful way to show respect to this animal. And I only go organic. So I know he's Mm farm-raised. And I know he's treated the right way. No suffering. I drop him in that hot-ass grease. (laughs) (laughs) No suffering while it was alive. It's over. I cover it up. I said, I see you in about 45 minutes. (laughs) I go home. Then I just wash my hands again. Start doing other food. And I come back out there. And I say, you should be ready. Lift his ass out of that hot oil. He's golden. It's gold. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect to Mundo. I took his ass to it. I already had my table set up. Mm-hmm. Got a big ass plate where he's gonna sit. And, and a lot of people lay there, lay their uh, turkey down. I don't lay him down. Mm-mm. I sit him up. Oh, you stand him up. I stand the fuck up, man. You lay him down. This it, 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 in a funeral. Right. He's it, not dead. Should be laying the fuck down no. like this. No. This is a, this is a celebration of life. It's a rebirth. And, 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 a rebirth. That's, That's right. Fucking me. And I sit his ass straight up. <laughs> he looks so proud and proud to be there. His arms, his fucking wings are tucked back behind his back. His chest is sticking the fuck he's out. His chest puffed out. He's just like, he's proud to yeah. be a part of his family. <laughs> Shit. I get, them, <laughs> they get the knife and the, shop, and the sharpener together. I'm sharpening that bitch. Sashimi it up. That goddamn fork and that sharp ass knife. And I just Serve <laughs> I wish I was with you these days. I wish Woo! I, I wish I could have had North some of that Carolina turkey. boy in me. God, I wish I could have had some. Hootie hoo! Hootie hoo! No cackalack, baby. What's your what, JB? What's your like? Um, what's a thing? Because you don't seem like you. See, you're a really humble guy. From what I know from you, you were very nice to me when I met you. You're you're gracious. You're humble. What's the thing that you spoil yourself with? What's your like luxury? <sighs> I'm gonna spoil myself and I don't care. Mm. And it's maybe unnecessary, it but I'm gonna do it. See, when I was growing up, we played this game on the stoop called That's My Car. That's my car. That's my car. Right. You, you played that before? You played that before? Yeah, where you call that's it. That's my car. That's my car. That's my car. No, no, that's mine. That's my, my car. car. That's, that's my, my car right there. Yeah. And we, as, as young people, loved cars. We loved to claim a car because that's what we always wanted to drive eventually. And we wanted to have a car. Like, did your parents ever have, have, have cars or nice cars or anything like that? Nothing. No. no. I don't think we ever had a car. Because it was always like, so that's no, why. We, you, no, it, I mean, I had a car. My mom, my mom had a car later. I bought her a car, but they never had luxurious. They things. never had that kind of car, right? And never had, you know. It's crazy that the cars that they had back then are now considered our toys. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sixties and seventies, those cars are now considered cars that we fucking love. Classics. That's crazy. They yeah. drove around for purpose. We want them because we want to hook them up. And put a sound system in them right. and make them nice and like, oh, you got a classic. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Woo! Man. So my thing is, uh, there's several things I love. 
I love to entertain, but I, I love me some damn cars, man. Yeah, There's cars yeah. on my list I haven't even got yet. What's, I just love what's, your, what's your aspiration? What's the car that you're like, man, you know what I want? But Oh, it's hard to get. Um, I always wanted a Roadrunner. Now, I'm going to tell you, my uncle, you know, I hope, hope he hears this show. My uncle had a, a, a Roadrunner in his yard forever. And I wanted, I, 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 every time I went to North Carolina, I said, man, why is this sitting there? Let me take it. Let me fix it up. Let me fix that car up. I would love to have that damn Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it forever. And I went back down to North Carolina one more time, and I went back there, and the car was gone. I said, where's, where's the Roadrunner? Oh, I sold it to a guy two towns over. <laughs> I said, man, I'm, a, I'm, I'm so mad right now. I told you, let me fix it up. Let me take it. Yeah, you've been asking for it. I guess he didn't want me to take it and fix it all up all nice. Why not? Pop up, pop up driving it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but see, but that car would be part of the family. So how many cars do you have now? See, I, I take on projects. So Do you fix them up yourself or do you have someone that you... I, I, got, I, got, I got people that work on my cars for me. Sure. Um, you know, so what I do is I got cars that I love and I, I just got to have. Like I always, I, I love Lincoln Continentals. Do you have a con- you I got have a 68, one? I got a '68 Lincoln Continental. Suicide doors, uh, totally redone. You know, interior, exterior. That's a beautiful got the car. Bags on it. You know, I got the mm. bag. It just lays on the ground with mm-hmm. the little button. I love that car. That car still got a little more work to do to it, but I love it. When you drive that car, people look at it like, man. You know what? I like riding by older, older, uh, older gentlemen. Look at that, because they always wanted that car. Yeah, the Continental. Growing up, yeah, like, that oh. was a very coveted vehicle. You could you could talk to a guy and, and like, you know what guys do? Guys do this. Guys will meet you. Will meet a dude in in damn uh, AutoZone or, or Pet Boys, or sure. Like that, any auto parts store, Napa, whatever it is, and, and you'll sit there and, and you'll you'll start talking about something, about cars. You could talk to a dude all day about a goddamn car. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or the car that got away. Right. That's, oh, the, that's the most common one. It's the car that got away. Yeah, it could have, ah, yeah, always look. They, they always look up like, ah, man, had a chance at a Roadrunner one time. Or, or had a chance at a, at a old a Seville. Chevelle. Yeah. A Chevelle. Yeah. A GTO. Oh, man. Yeah. Let it get away. My dad had it. Forever, man. I Let it held, get away. I said, held on to that car. I told him don't sell it. I said, don't sell the car, Dad. Don't sell it. I want it. <laughs> Yeah, they all. Everybody got a car that got away story, man. Right. The one that got away. You know, a lot of people do that with women, but a lot of guys do that with cars too. You know, because a car is like a woman. Got you. Got to get that car right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that that Lincoln is. I love it. I got a. Uh, also have a uh, first edition uh, Dodge Challenger SRT8. The first. First edition. Yep. Uh, they only made sixty five hundred of those. I love that car. Yeah, it's a beautiful I lo- I car. It. It's, it, Power. No, I put the I put the chip in it, Ooh. performance chip. I put the damn I put the damn K and N intake on it, new exhaust, mm. uh, the Flowmasters uh, uh, mufflers. I did all that good How stuff. How many horses man. is it up to now? Ooh, it might be close to five. Ooh, yeah, it boogie. Yeah, it, 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 get, it, it get up, it get up. And, and guess what? You see my personalized plate. No, I didn't see. Well, don't say it. Don't tell anybody what it is. Unless you want. I don't care. It's up to you. It, it's, it's online. It don't matter. Oh, it is? It's pew! 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 <laughs> pew! Pew! That is the sound it makes. That's that the sound it makes. Pew! Whenever I talked to my, one of my dad's good friends, he told me he bought a, he bought a Porsche Turbo. And, uh, you know, we both are big. I love fast cars. Yeah. And he said to me, I said, well, you know, I, 
how do you get away with it? You know, where, how, how do you get, and he says, you pick your spots. A yeah, fast yeah, car, yeah, you yeah. always just, you learn to pick your spots. There's certain places you learn to pick your spots. Pick your spots when you can. You got to pick your little spots. Pick your little spots. You, you don't drive reckless. No. But you got to hit it once in a while. Once in a while, you got to pick your spots. You got to know pick, when to you go. You got to know, like, you got to know your exits. Like, I know there's an area where, you know, I'm not saying I do it all the time, but once in a while, three in the morning, you come home by yourself and mm-hmm. ain't nobody out there. You got to look around a little bit, <laughs> and in between two exits, mm-hmm. it's like a mile and a half. All you want to do is just hit it. Hit it. Hit baby. it. Hit it. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got a, uh, a 2008 um, International MXT, which is a diesel uh, Oh, shit. Truck, a diesel truck. Wow. Yeah. Uh, International made 6,500 of these also. Wow. In 2008, man. Because I remember when... Um, Back then, 2008, shit, man. I wanted one. It came out. Shaq had one. Ashton Kutcher had one. Mm-hmm. But, man, I ain't had those kind of pockets. JB man. didn't have one. Oh, hell no. <laughs> those cars, those trucks were expensive, man. I looked it up. I said, God damn it, expensive. You need deep pockets for one of those brand, yeah. brand new. Right. Oh, so years later, like four years ago, four years ago, my wife was driving, and she knew I always loved that truck. Yeah. Four years ago, she saw one in this uh, car dealership for sale. And she said, I think that's the same vehicle in 08 my husband wanted. And she came home and told me. I said, oh. I said, I'm going to ride by. I rode by there, and I saw it. I said, oh, that's the International. Wow. And I went in there. I said, man, I want that truck. I always wanted one of those trucks. (laughs) He said, yeah, man, you better hop on it because Floyd Mayweather came in here. He (laughs) saw it. I was like, what? He said, but if you want to buy it right now, I'll sell it to you. I said, man, I love that truck, man. Yeah. I always wanted it. And I ended up buying it, and I fixed it up. I did the interior on it, did the exterior on it. I did the uh, I put big tires on it. It came with 32s. I put 46-inch tires on it. It's a beast. It's a big bitch. I call it the zombie killer. Zombie killer. Zombie killer. So when shit go awry, woo, everybody going to be calling me. Everybody <laughs> calling me. <laughs> I'm calling you up. Once the world goes out. I'm, I'm calling to, you. I'm about to install some uh, 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 one of those things that drops oil slick behind me so the zombies can't be falling. <laughs> so you know, zombies are clumsy as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? You put a little oil on the ground, some fucking uh, canola. They're falling. I, I won't use like, re- I won't do like real oil. I'll use like canola. Canola oil. Like oil. Like, you know, you know, you know uh, vegetable oil. Coconut like oil. Yeah, because I'm vegan. So yeah. I, I got even the oil I use got to be vegan. <laughs> I can't use no lard and shit like that. <laughs> Even when you're killing zombies. Even when you're killing zombies, you gotta be a vegan still. Shit. You know that's I mean? your, was that your that's your escape plan if the zombies come oh, back. And I got my, my I got my RV. I got a big ass RV. And you're gone. Man, now it, people have made reservations for that RV. When shit got bad last year, mm-hmm. oh, people are calling me, man, trying to make reservations for the RV <laughs> in case shit go sideways. You know real. What I'm Some shit go real sideways. Everybody yeah. want to get an RV and go in the middle of the desert and, and, and start a new a new uh, a new city, a new community, <laughs> a new community. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you gotta do. You gotta go to the middle of the desert and just stop making babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. That's how yeah, it works. That's 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 yeah. You go to the middle of the desert and stop making babies and yeah. shit. Make them babies, baby. A new community. Build a new community. Are God. you now we're, but now we're back, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. What's what's in the near future? Will you will you tell me what's going on with you? Are you working on something new right mm-hmm. now? You're in Spider Man, the new one, right? Yeah. Uh uh, is that we, is that shooting right now? No, I just I shot that like a month or two ago, maybe two months ago. I shot I shot my stuff. 
Oh, that's that's they're done shooting that. They're done. Yeah, wow. I can't wait to see that. That comes out. Um, yeah, I just did. Oh, I don't know if you saw my. Let me see if you saw my uh, Shark Week. I did Shark. Oh Week. yeah, yeah, you did a Shark Week. That's right. That was fun, right? What? <laughs> that's some adventurous shit to be doing, man. I mean, to jump in the water. Did you ever with, think about swimming with sharks ever in your life? Oh, every time I went, I'm, I'm, I'm on vacation, people come back, friends of mine, and say, "Oh yeah, we just got up early and swam with the sharks." I said, oh, wow. And I always say, fuck that. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I always, I always say, I'm fuck good. that. I'm good, Fuck man. that. I'm and good. then for some reason, they gave me a call. Shark Week gave me a call. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And they said, they're going to train me. They're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to get uh, certified as a diver. Oh, wow. So all this had to happen. I said, you know what? Maybe getting a certification as a diver, I feel a little more comfortable. Right. Man, it came to my house. We got trained in the backyard and out in our pool. In your pool, right? Safety stuff and all that kind of stuff, and uh-huh. how to work the equipment, how to put it together, how to do all your stuff, and did the written test, all that shit. Right. Test all that stuff. Then we had to do our remaining test in the Bahamas. When and you we got there, then they and test we got, you again. We got there. And I'm gonna tell you something. There's a big difference from going from your pool, mm-hmm. right, in your eight foot and five foot, you know, pool where there's no sharks. No sharks. Right. And riding your ass out a half an hour into the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. and, and and jumping your ass in that water. Where there is sharks. Where there's sharks. And there's other animals. And you're like, oh, shit. Now, I've been snorkeling before. Everybody, everybody's on the Yeah, snorkeling we do. You're floating on top of the water and flapping your fucking feet. Yeah. Got them dumb ass and shit. <laughs> Put their fucking goggles in the water looking down. Oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> we all do look so dumb doing when we so snorkel. I'm dumb doing that. Snorkel's the goofiest <laughs> so shit ever. Dumb. That's some goofy shit to do, right? <laughs> You do, and blah, it's, blah, the water blah, just blah. moving you wherever it needs to move you. you. Just land in shit. Yeah, you about to Super smash into a time. rock and die. Has mouth, <laughs> <laughs> a mouth hook, mouth hook and shit. Uh, and, and, and you know what? That's that was fun though. And, and but doing that, let you you know, once in a while I would pull my my shit off and, and free, dive, down. free dive a little bit, That's just what look, look around and shit. You know, it was down there. You know? So when you got to the Bahamas and they had you in the tank and all that stuff, when they put the tank on you and everything, you learned how to dive. Yeah, it was myself and Brad Paisley did it together. And let me tell you something, man. When you jump in that water, the one thing that you had to learn how to do is control your breathing. Buoyancy. Oh, your buoyancy. Your breathing, but your bre- yeah, same thing. Yeah. Because you know what we don't realize is that. So on my test at my house, you had to. Um, Tread water. Right. They didn't tread water for 10 minutes. 10 to 15 minutes. It's a long time. Tread wa- what? It's a long time. It's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Tread water. Now, my first thing I did it, I was just like trying to tread water. Mm-hmm. I said, nah. <laughs> my fucking arm started burning two minutes in. I'm like, nah. Nah. I'm heavy as fuck. I said, nah. I feel like a, I feel like a fucking weight right now. Like, <laughs> a, like somebody threw a fucking a set of fucking barbells in the ocean. That's how the fuck I felt. I said, I said, how can I, I feel like dead weight right now? Then I said, you know what? I said, I said, look, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to do this part. I said, I'm going to fail this part right now. <laughs> I said, can you come back Wednesday? It was Monday. Can you come back Wednesday? I'm going to have this shit figured out. I get a C. I'm going to fail it now, but I get a C on Wednesday. That lady fucking left. Mm-hmm. When she left, I worked on that shit. Right. Oh, I learned how to float. I learned how to float. Ah, uh, right. Oh, now you got it. I started it. working on it that day. I started working on it the day after. By the time that lady came back, man, I was fucking zen. <laughs> My body was like part of the water. 
it was part of the water. Right. I, I was the water. You were the water. I fucking laid there and filled my chest full of air and fucking realized that, wow, I control this shit. Mm-hmm. And just float it. I could fucking just float it. Like a, like a fucking floaty. Like right. Kids could have jumped on me. And, and, and fucking, <laughs> <laughs> kids could have jumped on me and just sat on me and just floated. Like, that's how much that's control how buoyant I you had. were. That's how buoyant I was. And once you feel your chest full of air, it takes three seconds. And all of a sudden, your body goes to the top again. Wow. Release it. Your breathing controls this. You control this like bobbing and floating. You control how deep. And, all, and then when you lay back, you'll feel it. The water will go from here to here. Right. That's all. Slowly that's, move that's under all, your chin. That's it. And you got it. And I fucking passed that shit. And I'm telling you, I went to zen mode. I didn't even realize that much time had passed. Hmm. She said, you did it. That's it. I could have done another 15. That's how gone I was. You're like, restart the clock. Yeah. Let's go. You got out there and you jumped to that fucking water. You and Brad Paisley in the you're water. You're more afraid. You're more afraid before you jump in that water, than, uh, than when you get in the water. When you're in it, it's almost like a moment of peace you or something. You don't know what to expect when you're on the boat and right. you're looking, you're, you're looking in that clear ass water. <laughs> you see the sharks. You <laughs> see them. You see them right there. Right. All of them. Forty of them. Thirty, forty of them swimming around. You're like, oh shit. Is it dinner time? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it brunch? You don't know what time of day it is. What's going to happen when I jump in this water? Right. But seeing the cameraman and 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 the, you get you get a shadow too, a shadow. This dude, he's just like a genie. You really see those genies come out of the bottle and they do this right here? Right. You know, this fucking dude's got control of their body. They he's standing there like this. He's in underwater, like this, just chilling, hovering, <laughs> it's just just sitting there, like it's just in the water, <laughs> watching you, making sure everything's cool with you. Like this? In case some shit he goes gi- down. He give this, he give that, that, that right there once in a while. Right. Yeah, it's like, okay and okay. It's like, it's two okays. It's okay and okay. Okay. Okay and right. okay. Right. Woo. So you got to sit there like, and he's sitting there like watching you, and you're sitting there swimming around, and fucking sharks are everywhere. Sharks. Getting real close to you. Oh, yeah. Getting right up against you. Did anything happen bad? Was, that, was, it, all, was it all smooth? <laughs> it, it was smooth, but yes, one time, my, my mask, my fucking, because you get, we got trained in our goggles, mm-hmm. which go under your nose, and you get your regulator. And we got trained in a full face mask. Right. Meaning we can hold the button right here and talk to each other. Right, right, and right. production needs to be able to hear you underwater. So that's the one we had to wear during production. And my first day, I went down 40 feet, and my fucking mask started slowly but surely rising up. The shit got right here under my lip. I, I kept trying to like pull, pull my shit down. down. I'm 40 feet down. Now I don't know if it was my beard or, or the shea butter I put on before I got in the fucking. Could have been that shea butter. That fucking shea butter. <laughs> <laughs> that slippery ass shea butter. Slippery ass shea butter. Shit, that slippery ass shea butter. <laughs> that lubricant. <laughs> it's mass lubricant. That fucking mass lubricant. And, it's moving and, up. And, and it kept moving up. I was like, fuck. I'm trying to pull it down, Aww. but I'm 40 feet down. Now, truth be told, I'm trained to pull my mask off. I'm trained if my if my regulator gets knocked out my mouth. I'm trained to to recover it, put it back in my mouth. I'm trained to fucking put the mask. Right. I'm trained to take the mask off. Trained to put the mask back on. Trained to blow the water out. Right. And, and put my wrist. Now you you go down when you have the full face mask on. They give you. You also carry your backup. Right. Mask. In case right something here. happens to the, the big one. 
Yep. And you got your uh, your extra your emergency regulator. You got your original regulator. So I'm trained to pull the the full face mask off and put my original one back on. Right. I'm trained to do it. But I said, why well, I be down there? They can't fucking hear me. I can't communicate with them or nothing. I just, just pulled it off and just still swam around. But I was like, ah. I said, fuck. I said, take me up. Take me up. I went up. I said, fuck it. But it's beautiful. The sunlight shining through that through that water mm. and the clear water of, of the Bahamas. Man. Made you feel alive, water, huh? fucking water is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, like you can make a drink out of that water. Like, like you fucking <laughs> pull a glass halfway through the, through the water, pour some vodka in that shit. Put a, <laughs> put a, the Bahama breeze. Put, put a Bahama breeze. Get some vodka and put that shit, shit in there. That fucking water, that water is so clear. <laughs> you think it's drinkable until you drink that shit. <laughs> like, no, no, no. And, uh, I take my mind. This is terrible. This is terrible. And, and I mean, it's, it felt like space. And, 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 I know I've been to space, but goddamn it, it, it felt like all you hear is your breathing. And the bubbles and shit, it's all the fuck you hear is quiet, silence. Now, when I go to space, when I do go to space. You're going. I, 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 when I do go to space, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say, this shit feel like the ocean. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> My man, JB, I'm so happy that you came here. I appreciate you so much. We can much. talk all goddamn day. We could. It could oh. be hours of this shit. We could do part two of this shit. Yeah, we could three do hours. Of, yeah, Easily. Me, we we you, ain't even cover all this shit. You want to come back? I ain't even cover all my jobs yet. I only cover one job. I know. Co- you want to cover some more jobs? Give it to me. Oh, no, we, 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 I'll come back. All right, we'll, you can come back. We, we'll come back because we got shit to cover. We got shit to cover. We ain't even hit all this shit. I know. We barely got into it. But oh. I know you got it. I heard you got to go get uh, tested because you're shooting a movie. I'm so, I start my, my new show tomorrow. Oh, what? What is it? Well, it's my new show. It's, a, it's my new show. Back to my old show. Real Husbands of Hollywood. We, oh, right, right, right. Real Husbands yeah, of Hollywood. We, yeah, we're going to shoot that. So With Kevin. Uh, I get tested again. You know how we got to do it. But, man, come on, man. We, we can do this all day, bro. I would love this, it. This ain't shit. No, this isn't shit. Oh, this is wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I appreciate you coming. I really do. It means a lot. I know you are a busy we man. We covered so. a lot of things, man. And, yeah. and I think we helped a lot of people. I think we did. I think we gave some good advice, too. You got to help people while you're giving them shit. You yeah, know? You gotta 100%. Help them. You got to help people. Well, so sometimes. we do this. We end the show the same way every single time. You look in that camera right there, oh. and you're going to say one word or one phrase that's going to end the episode. So whatever you want it to be, you can think for a second, but one word or one phrase to end the episode in that camera right there. A tie is a loss. Fuck that. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey, seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger, I like gingers.